Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Joel Frame, and I am the imperfect dad. All right, cool, cool. Yo, it feels so good to be back. I have to start off with an apology because the last episode I said that I would be releasing a vlog last week when we were in Florida over Thanksgiving. <clears throat> and there were all kinds of crazy things. My phone was not working. And um, I mean, it was like a ghost was grabbing it and swiping things and opening apps and getting rid of apps. And um, so I was dealing with that. And then um, I had a temporary crown put on my tooth uh, before we left, like the day before we left. And something happened to where <clears throat> part of my dentin was exposed. And dude, you had to peel me off the ceiling every time I took a sip of anything that was remotely cold or warm. It was awful. It was absolutely terrible. One night I said, I can't do this anymore. And it was the night before Thanksgiving, the literally the worst holiday that you could ever have a tooth problem on, Thanksgiving. So that it was the night before and I was like, I gotta go find something. And so we went and tried to find, like get like Orgel, something that would numb it. When we touched it with the Orgel, oh my gosh, I was screaming in the, in the aisle in Publix at like 9.30 at night. It was some of the most pain I've ever felt. So I just took some medicine, stuck it out. I got a new crown put on like two days ago and um, it's doing a little bit better. But anyways, it was a doozy of a week and it was a wonderful week. We had an incredible time, but I did not get a vlog recorded or anything. I apologize for that, but Anyways, hope you accept that. But anyways, we drove down. My in-laws, uh, Tracy's parents came with us, and we had the three girls. If you're new to the show, I have three daughters, uh, all just absolutely amazing, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a seven-month-old. And we all drove down in the same van, and uh, it was actually a really good time. We had a good time. On the way down, though, it was, we got stuck in so much traffic. We hit traffic in Chattanooga. We hit traffic in Atlanta, which is a gimme. I've never not hit traffic in Atlanta. And then we'd hit traffic north-north of Tampa, then north of Tampa, and then it was crazy. So it took forever, and we stopped half to, halfway in Valdosta, and we stayed the night. So on the way back, we ended up just driving through the night, did the whole thing in one shot, way better of an idea. The kids sleep the whole time. Um, but anyways, on the way down, we stopped in Valdosta and we went to Outback for dinner. And I gotta say, you know, Outback, I used to, to really like you guys, but then I guess just as I started being more of a dad and I was started getting into grilling more and grilling steaks at home, you just cannot beat a home grilled steak. You can't do it. It's, you know, if you don't like home grilled steak then you're probably not an American. It's the greatest thing ever um, since grilled steak. It's the best that's ever been. And even if it's kind of poorly done at home, it tastes better than what you get at Outback. And I, I always I go there like once a year. Chase and I will be like, oh, we haven't been to Outback in a while. And we'll go, and the salad's pretty good. We like the blooming Onion. 
and then I'll get a steak. And I think every time I'm like, why did I do this? I just, it's gamey. It's, it never comes out how you want it. Anyways, kind of a weird, weird thing to throw in the podcast, but just don't get steak out. Just get a steak, grill it at home. Even if you don't do a good job, it'll still taste better than getting a steak out. So we, uh, anyways, we went to Fort Myers, which is where my parents and my aunt live. And we had a blast. My brother and his wife and his um, two kiddos live um, near there as well. And so we just had an incredible week. We had so much time with family and we got to really visit and talk and have good conversation and laugh and went to the beach one day. And um, man, we had some really good times. It was really, really sweet to be with them. We had just the traditional Thanksgiving meal on Thursday. Uh, once the meds got in me, I felt much better. So I was able to eat, which I was really nervous about because my mom's Thanksgiving meals are to die for. Anything that my mom makes is to die for. So shout out to mom. But anyways, there was one night my parents have this big um, big glass, these huge four panels that are all like doors. They slide. Um, and you can totally open it up to where the wall is totally open to the outside little patio area that they have, or they can all be closed. But they're so clean because my mom um, is so good at cleaning all the time that you can't tell when they're closed, really, as an adult. And then as a four-year-old and a six-year-old, you really cannot tell that they're closed. And you could probably tell where this story is going, but many of you have probably have that had that problem where birds kind of slam into a window because they don't see it and they just fly into it. That's what both of our kids did within a two-minute time span. My six-year-old was walking, luckily a little bit slower, she was walking and she smoked the glass door so hard with her face that the little smudge, like grease smudge, you could just see her face smushed up against it. And it was one of those where it was like, are you, I'm so sorry, honey. Are you okay? Like the initial reaction is to just crack up, but you know that they're embarrassed and it hurt a little bit. And so she, you know, she climbed up into mom's lap and um, all was well. But about two minutes later, our four-year-old was running at a deadlock sprint and smoked this glass door. Guys, with so much fury, I don't know how the whole house didn't come down, dude. Hurricane Eddie coming through Fort Myers. It, she hit it so hard. All of them shook. And it was like, I didn't even want to laugh on that one. It hit every part of the front of her body. Her shin. I don't even know she, how she hit her shin on a flat surface. Her, her, whole, her feet, her shins, her knees, her hips. Her chest, her belly, her face, everything hit it. And um, she was down for the count. But it was pretty funny. Luckily, my mom had some little suction cup decoration things that she put on it to where you could tell then that it was closed or it was open. But uh, every time they'd kind of go up and wave a hand first and then go through it, which was smart thinking. And, um, but man, I tell you, we had a really special time with all of the kids, but Nellie just seemed she's our six-year-old she's really starting to just become and this has been the case for a little bit but she's becoming a little girl like a kid 
and it's really strange to see. It's really beautiful to see, but it's just weird. And she can do things a lot of times that I can't, that I don't think that she can do. I underestimate her, and I always feel bad about it. But I'm, I love fishing. I am huge into fishing, and my parents have a big lake that their community shares, a bunch of lakes, but they're on one of them. And I love to fish it when we go down there. And Nellie, we only have the um, open face spinning reel rods if you're in, in fishing it's the kind where the little metal arm flips over and you you know it takes a little bit of skill quite a little bit of practice to get used to it well nelly my six-year-old just she's like dad can i try casting because we had bought her one last year but i always had to cast it for her and i said well i don't know it's kind of tough and i said you got to do this and this and she watched me do it and she said well can i try and I just thought, you know what, just let her try. What's the worst that's going to happen? It's going to get tangled up. You'll untangle it and get back on your way. And so anyways, I give her the rod, and she flips it over, holds the string, casts it out, first cast probably 20 feet, right where she was throwing. Reeled it in, cast it out the next time, 25 feet. And then she just got to where she was hitting it almost to the middle of the lake. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And then she caught like a 12-inch largemouth bass and reeled it in herself. And then the next evening, she caught the biggest one that any of us have caught out of there. It was like 16 inches, probably a pound and a half, two pounds. I couldn't believe it. I was so proud. It was similar to the moment that I talked about a couple podcasts ago when she scored that game-winning soccer goal. I just, I was such a proud dad. I couldn't believe it. And um, she still didn't want to hold the fish, and I got to watch it because I'm like, come on, come, just hold it. It's not going to do anything. Just hold it. And I'm, I get, like, kind of forceful, and I got to not do that because I don't want to push her into it. If she wants to hold it, she can. If not, it's good, all good. Daddy will hold it. And um, so anyways, I kind of my wife had to kind of check me on that one. So I, I appreciate that. If I'm talking kind of weird or look kind of weird on camera, I have the piece of wax covering uh where that temporary crown is because part of what they did um they still left a little gap and hurts a little bit so i have a little bit of wax up there and so anyways but nelly then my dad has this old school hockey game it's like this tabletop hockey game and a lot of i remember seeing it as a kid we may have even had it for a little bit but it's kind of it's super old school so my dad played it um when he was a kid and teenager and stuff and it's just it's kind of like foosball but cooler I don't really like foosball I'm, I'm just awful at it so that's probably why I don't like it but anyways it's this tabletop hockey game and it's super hard because you're pushing and spinning these little rods and the little men spin and to pass and all that stuff is like impossible but my dad somehow is just a prodigy it was like he invented the game it was like the game was made for him He's so good at it. He passes it. He runs plays. It's just unbelievable. And so I can't do anything against him. My father-in-law, who's down, who was down there with us, he's super good at games like that. He couldn't do anything against him. And Nellie, enter Nellie. She takes a couple swings at it and ends up being so good that at one point in one of the games, she was beating my dad. I, I may be wrong. I think she beat him one game. But the eye-hand coordination is, you, is, has, to, has to just be on point. 
and she was doing it. It was crazy. But I say all that to say this. We spend a lot of time going, wow, Nellie, oh my gosh, guys, come look at Nellie. Can you see Nellie? Did you see Nellie? This, Nellie, that. She's so fast. She's so good. She's so strong. She's all this, 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 which is great. But I started to see her start of, or uh, sort of start getting a big head about it. And she was playing hockey with my dad one night, and she was like, oh my gosh, dad, did you see that? I got a goal before Bob did. I'm so much faster. I'm so fast. I'm, and she was saying all this stuff, and I kind of had to pull her aside and say, hey, buddy, um, you're doing a lot of really, really cool things this week, and you're showing us a lot of really impressive things. And a lot of people are saying a lot of really nice things. But something that's very important um, that I'm not the best at, but I try to be, is um, humility. You got to be humble. So when people say all these things, you don't go, yeah, yeah, I am the fastest. I am the strongest. I am, you know, this, that, whatever. It's If you are those things, cool. But when people are saying those things, you say, thank you. You take it and you just keep pushing forward and being the best you can be, trying your hardest or whatever it is. And don't start saying the things that other people are saying to other people about yourself. And she got that. She really got that. So she started just kind of saying, thank you. You know, she, Nellie learns lessons really well. And she's really, she's a really teachable kid. And so um, anyway, she took that pretty, pretty quickly. And so that was nice. But I just really want to make sure that I'm, um, you know, I want to be encouraging my kids and constantly building them up and, and um, telling them wonderful things about themselves. But I also, in that, I want to teach them about humility and that it's, you know, mommy and daddy are saying, wow, can't believe how smart you are. Can't believe how hard you worked to do this. And, you know, they're, then they go to school saying, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. I'm smart. And it's just, I don't want that happening. You know, we all knew that kid. And so... Anyways, but man, we had such a great time, and we we um, we drove back, like I said, through the night, and um, that was way better because the kids slept. We did it in in twelve hours on the dot. We left my parents' driveway at three thirty in the afternoon, and we got back to Nashville at three thirty in the morning, um, and on the nose. It was crazy. And so, but it was a good time. We had a really good time. We got back. We were pretty exhausted. I played disc golf that day with my father-in-law. We had an absolute blast. We always have a great time doing that. I got to play some of that in Florida, so that was dope. That's always a good thing. Um, But anyways, we're kind of getting back into the swing of things now, and uh, it's kind of tough after being with family and then coming back and um, not being with them. You know, it's it's always tough, but we'll see them again soon. And, um, man, we just had such a good time, and... But I, um, um, yeah, we've been getting back into the swing of things here, and I don't know why my wife did this, but um, she scheduled a dentist appointment for our six-year-old daughter and our four-year-old daughter, and um, today at 2.30 when she couldn't be of assistance, and so I had to take all three girls to the dentist. And you know what? We knocked it out of the ballpark. I think we did a really bang up job in there. The assistants and the hygienists, they just absolutely loved Georgia, of course. Eddie did wonderful. She was very curious. And um, she, at one point, she grabbed the sucky thing, the little suction thing 
out of the hygienist's hand and stuck it in her own mouth and um, thought that was funny. And so she was being super cute. And as the dentist was cleaning her teeth, she kept moving her head further, further off the bed to kind of looking at the dentist like, what are you doing? Um, she was, they, they caught it. Uh, we're going to tickle your teeth. I thought that was a good, good way to say it because it does kind of tickle your teeth. But I can't stand the dentist. And this temporary crown isn't helping. So anyways, but my wife thought it would be funny, I guess, I don't know, to schedule this dentist appointment when I had to take all three of them by myself. And it went really well. Both their teeth look really good. They did a really good job. And um, the uh, team at Zoo Crew Pediatric Dentistry here in Nashville, top notch. 10 out of 10. Love them. They're super good. But anyways, we um, I'm super excited because we're going to be going this weekend to get our Christmas tree. We have not gotten it yet, and I'm a little perturbed about that. We tried to go the first weekend in November when my parents were here, but no Christmas tree places were open at that time, which is a travesty to me. I feel like as soon as November hits, every Christmas tree farm should be open and ready for business because the frames will be there. We love putting it up early because the season just goes too fast. And normally we go away for Christmas, so we're gone for like a week or two and we don't get to see it for that week. So we start it, you know, a little earlier. But anyways, we're going this week and one of my fondest memories growing up was when we would go get the Christmas tree. We would always do it the day after Thanksgiving. And we would go, my brother, my mom and dad and I, and we'd always go to the same Christmas tree place. A couple years we mixed it up, um, but we ended up, you know, going going back to the place we'd always gone to after a couple years. And I forget what it was called. Stoffers? No, I don't know. Right now my mom is saying the name. I guarantee it. Um, I can't think of what the name was. But anyways, I used to love that. My brother and I used to run in and out of the trees, and we'd bring the football, and we'd bring the dog, and we'd be running through and tackling each other and, and running through trees and hiding. And my parents would be picking one, and my brother was always, you know, super tall, so they would always measure the tree against him, how, how tall he was, and make sure it would fit inside. And, um, man, it was always just so fun. And then we'd cut our own tree down. We never had a fake tree. And for those who do have fake trees, cool, hats off to you. But I just, I, I, I got to have that real tree smell, and I got to go get it. I don't know, there's something primal about that that I like, going and getting that tree bring it in and just putting a friggin' tree in your living room. How sweet is that? Putting lights on it and decorations. It's the best. But anyways, we've sought after uh, starting a tradition like this with our girls, and we're always trying to find, you know, good Christmas tree farms. And last year we found one. And I don't know what the name is again, but it is about an hour away from Nashville in Woodbury, Tennessee. And it is family owned and has been for like 20 or 30 years, 40 years, something like that. It's up on this hillside, looks over these beautiful mountain, not mountains, but big hills. And man, they, the guy has been building this playground in the woods behind his house since his first son was born. So like 25 years. And it's this massive wooden jungle gym thing that goes through the woods with the zip lines and things. It's magical. And then they have a barn that's a little Christmas store. And you can go in there and get cider or hot chocolate get little 
goodies. Um, but anyways, man, just love it. It always seems like there's weird kids though at those at those places. Not not the kids are weird, but um, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. They're they're really sweet kids, but it's all just kind of. Um, I don't know. They're a sweet family. They kind of remind me of the Duggars a little bit, I guess. There was a lot of them. It seemed like everywhere I went, there was another kid that belonged to the family. But anyways, the place that I grew up going to, there was there was like two kids that lived there, two boys. And the one boy was like my, our age, my brother and I's age, like in between us. But he was always in like pajamas that were like a Batman costume or Superman costume. But he also had like snow boots on. It was really weird. He was just kind of a strange kid. Uh, but anyways, I think he's doing well. I've never actually met him. But I don't know. There's always weird kids at those places. But anyways, random thing. And then after that, in the little town square of Woodbury is a, is a pizza place called Lion's Den. And it is fire. And so we're going to go there. We did it last year. Had a wonderful time. We're going to do it again this year. And hopefully make it a little tradition. So... Anyways, if you all have a Christmas tradition that you do every year, I would like for you to write that this week on the Facebook page. I will post up the question, what is your favorite Christmas tradition that you and your family do? Because next week I want to tell you guys about something that we do called the 12 Days and encourage you all to maybe get involved with it. But anyways... I love you all so very much. I hope you had a wonderful, glorious Thanksgiving. And um, I, uh, I hope you are getting geared up for Christmas because it is coming in strong. Um, we are headed right into December, coming in hot. So get ready, y'all. And uh, hats off to you. It's so good to be back. I love you guys. Episode 8. If you haven't done so, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know why I said us, me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Dad Imperfect. It's that easy, y'all. It's that easy. I love you guys. Signing out. Joel Frame, the imperfect dad. Live and direct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.